Welcome to another episode of Chasing Campfires. I'm here with my great co-host Chris and Carson has joined us once again. And we're also here with John. We've had John on the podcast before um, talking about his uh, his first gen Tacoma Goldie and his Overland trailer build. Welcome, John. Hey, thanks for having me. I believe we're, I believe we're talking about his Rivian. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so 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 we have you on again to talk about this new vehicle you have. Uh, you got a brand new Rivian, don't you? Yeah, so super excited. Um, uh, I've I've been looking for uh, an electric truck for for a long time. Uh, then I heard about this company Rivian, probably around 2019, I guess. I kind of just stumbled across them, happenstance. Um, followed them for a little bit and. Uh, I was actually waiting on like an electric Tacoma to come out, but that, you know, still hasn't come to fruition. So, uh, yeah, put a deposit down for uh, Rivian, waited about two years and uh, just got it delivered and super excited about it. Yeah, and it looks great. It looks great, man. Uh, you put put that wrap on there. It's awesome. And you got a rooftop tent. I think you're the first one I ever saw with a rooftop tent. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I've seen a few of them now with rooftop tents, but I'll say mine is probably the coolest because most of the ones <laughs> I see, they go and buy like either like, a, uh, I don't know, just a cheap soft side Smitty built tent or they'll buy like a really long tent. It hangs out like over, you know, two foot over the bed of the truck off the back. And it, yeah, you can't uh, put a Smitty built soft topper on yeah. the back of the Rivian. You just <laughs> bought a Rivian and you're going to get a Smitty built tent. Like that's that's yeah. why they have to get a Smitty built tent. Come on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but you can always just open another credit card. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, at that point, <laughs> I, I just got to ask the most important question, I think. And, and, and I hope you guys all agree. How does it feel to have a frunk? Oh, so yeah, I gotta say this thing is freaking, it's pretty awesome to be honest. Like, uh, so in mine, because I sit on just a giant battery bank, I, I keep a fridge in my frunk and it just runs all the time. And I never have to worry about draining my battery because I've got enough battery to power a house for three days. So uh, it's not going to impact my my mileage running a fridge. So it's it's great. So I've, I've always got cold beer. Nice, nice, nice. And you don't have to do a dual battery setup because you we're, have multiple batteries anyway. We're not right? promoting drinking and driving, by the way. No, 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 no. That's purely for <laughs> drinking and tinting. It's, it's no duels, man. It's, it's that's non-alcoholic. That's, oh. that's for those. That's for those long charging stops. Yeah, yeah. Or or front gating instead of tailgating. Front Some gating. front yeah, gating. Like <laughs> Some front. I'm gonna go frunking with the boys. I'll be back that's later right. tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome. So so where have you taken this thing? I heard you were going up to Colorado and did some some exploring in it. Yeah, yeah. So far, I've done uh, done Colorado. Um, planning a a trip right now, uh, potentially out to to Big Bend. Uh, nice. And hoping to do that soon. Um, I think probably one of the biggest challenges, and we can talk more about this in a little bit, is just the the lack of charging infrastructure out there. West Texas is pretty question. remote. Yeah, um, I mean, hell, there's only three gas stations out there, so there's very little charging infrastructure. And one of them is usually out of gas too. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'll, everyone I'll can probably, just hang out. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you got you got to bring a big diesel generator with you so you can charge your <laughs> your Rivian at night, man. <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised how often I hear that. That's funny. Um, the it's interesting though, though. Uh, like also, to, I think to Carson's point a moment ago, he made said something about long charging stops. Realistically, they're not that long. I, I was impressed when we were. Uh, we drove to uh, Colorado. I went with a buddy of mine, and he was following me in his Raptor. And uh, every time we had to stop to charge, it was typically for about 30 minutes, which is usually enough time to take a leak and grab a quick bite to eat, check my emails, and then we were ready to go again. Yeah, that's usually how, how long we stopped on group trips anyway. Whenever you stop somewhere, it's it's 30 minutes minimum before... <clears throat> Is that, you're going a, again. is that using a Tesla supercharger or something like that? I'm going to be ignorant to this because I don't know electric cars. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, and I, it's a great question. So for, for the people out there listening, there's actually uh, three levels of charging right now. So there's level one, which is like your 110 outlet. You plug it into your house um, and you essentially wait a couple of days because it's going to take freaking forever to charge up that much power. The, battery. Um, <laughs> the wires melt in the process. Your house burns down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, probably not, but it's just going to be slow, yeah. right? Um, then there's uh, level two, which is 220 volt charging. So that's your standard, like 220 out in your garage. People have portable chargers. Uh, or if you pull up to like at the mall and they have little chargers there, uh, those will output about six kilowatts of power. That's that's okay, but it's a slow charger. It'll add about uh, 20 miles of range to my battery every hour. Uh, oh, wow. But then there's the, the level three chargers, which are 480 volt. Um, and those will charge me up in about 30 minutes to maybe an hour at the most, depending on what level they range from like a hundred kilowatt up to like 350. And is that from dead or is that from like quarter tank basically? No, that's from like pretty dead. Like we, during, on one leg of the trip driving between Amarillo, Texas and New Mexico, uh, it was essentially a desert out there. And we, we left with a hundred percent charge, pulled into a Lowe's travel stop, and I had three miles left on my range. And so I was like at one percent. Oh wow. I, I was able to get all the way back to like 90% in about 45 minutes. Wow. wow. See, that's strange because I have a I know a, I know another guy who has a Rivian. <clears throat> and um he so he does a lot of traveling between Utah and Arizona. Um, I don't know where he's charging at, but the last time I spoke with him, he's like, Yeah, I, I was there for six hours. And I was like, geez, man, like Ooh. he was like, using what? the power of the sun. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. a solar panel. Like, well, <laughs> I'll be here all day. One 100 yeah. watt solar panel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, turn in a wheel. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I've just heard some mixed reviews on them. You know, it's like, and you know, it, it's the electric game, right? And I've, I've, uh, yeah. you know, everything's going to be kind of be a one off, right? Uh, I work for Goal Zero. So, um, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm fairly, uh, understanding of like the lithium ion battery and you know like i think tesla is using a giant stack uh like battery pack of lithium ion batteries like 18650 mm-hmm. stacked together i don't know what rivian did i assume you would know what 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 kind of battery packs all they have but each battery kind of has its own uh manitou if you will it's just like its own lifestyle like some some charge fast some charge slow some hold a charge longer and better than others do you know so um and i would assume rivian's probably vetting their stuff pretty well because they want to get these things off the you know out to market yeah you're that's a good topic yeah so rivian also uses uh the cylindrical battery cells similar to tesla they're these 2170s uh i don't know if the camera will pick that up okay yeah this style it just looks like a big double a battery it's probably the same one that you have in your in your vape tommy 
I yeah, mean, they're very similar to that. I don't vape. Um, what are you talking about? The the, the Rivian <laughs> has like seven thousand something batteries in it. Um, but right now it's a it's a lithium ion, and they are working on manufacturing their own. They've they've talked about that. So the the next generation Rivian vehicles are going to use a um, uh, lipo battery. Yeah. And so it's kind of a, the the newer ones that are coming out. Um, similar, I think what what Ford is using. Yeah, it's when like, you have uh, to. Lithium iron, I think it's like lithium iron phosphate. Is what that's it. Were. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. When you have to replace your battery, do you just toss the old one in the ocean with all the other ones? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, or you just set it on fire and puncture yeah, it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what I heard, no, in, in all seriousness, what does it cost to what does it cost to charge? Like your your charge where you had, you know, like one percent, right? What did you pay to charge back up? I I went to Colorado, drove around Colorado for four days, and then drove back to Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, for one hundred and twenty-seven dollars round trip. Wow, dude, I can I can go down the street for one hundred and twenty-seven dollars. Uh, yeah, gas <laughs> prices here a... in Utah, you would gawk at them, man. They're that's that's not, not bad, here, man. <laughs> yeah, are the prices pretty regulated? Um, kind of across the board, or not, that's you know, interesting. Does it, I don't they think just they everywhere? are. Yeah, it, it is kind of like the Wild West right now. So there's sure. companies out there like Electrify America, ChargePoint, EVGo. And each of those companies are kind of like their own Shell, Mobile, or Exxon. Yeah. And they kind of set the rate of what they charge. And what I found is uh, if you if you pay for a subscription fee, of course, yeah. they'll give you reduced <laughs> reduced charging. And so I have sure. a, a subscription with uh, Electrify America. I pay four bucks a month. But mm-hmm. for that, I get half off my, my charging rates. Uh, that's that's a pretty good deal then. Um, now, the other thing I'm kind of wondering is... Um, I've, I've actually wondered this is, you know, the gas tax, the federal gas tax. I have a feeling that's going to probably come to electric vehicles here pretty soon if they're if they're seeing that they're not making all the money from the federal gas tax. But you don't have that right now. Right. There's no yeah. there's no extra taxes on it aside from whatever, like, you know, maybe the state tax would be in, in that particular place. Or do you have a state tax on those rates? Uh, there, I, I don't believe I'm being charged any tax, to be honest. I mean, I'm, I'm wow. literally okay. just paying for the electricity. So like, yeah. you're right. In, in Texas, we use part of our gas tax to fund our roads and infrastructure. So yeah. I think yeah. our, our regulators are going to have to figure that out, especially with the big push for electrification. We yeah. might have to cut, cut that part out so the taxes don't start too soon for you. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> oh, dude, you need well, to get thrown under the bus like the rest of us. Uh, <laughs> Whoever's. Whoever's listening, I didn't just suggest that, but it is it is kind of curious to think about. Right. You know, with the big push for electric vehicles and and trying to do that, you know, uh, in addition to all the subsidies that, you know, what is it like the first like hundred thousand units or something that roll out, get get some pretty big subsidies from from the government um, where you, you know, kind of get money back in your taxes for it. Um, I, I do wonder what that's going to look like going forward as far as as far as rates go, if it'll be. I, I, my assumption would be that it would probably still be more affordable uh, than than a gas powered vehicle to to fill it up all the time. But, you know, you got to think about, well, they charge you per gallon for the tax. So what do they do for for electricity? You know, yeah, per, per kilowatt. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, that's how the, I would assume they would. But I yeah. think it's still being figured out. That's funny, too, because when I was in Colorado, I actually ran into a guy and that's what he does for a living is he um, he advises regulatory bodies on how to charge for electricity and electrification and right now he's like doing studies for um for for lawmakers to help them figure out how do they capture tax revenue off this electrification initiative you should have run them over with your rivian 
<laughs> he, funny, he was in Rivian also. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. uh, no, that's uh, what's your? Uh, I guess uh, kind of changing to- topics here, but what's your? Uh, do you have any concern with off-roading in it? I mean, I don't know. Again, I'm going to plead ignorance on this, right? So you know, if you think about off-roading with a vehicle, you puncture a gas tank. Well, you you know, you potentially just puncture your gas tank. There's probably a a low probability that you're just going to explode like you do in the Hollywood films. Um, but what does it look like with an electric vehicle? Like what's the protection underneath there? Yeah, I'll, I'll say this is one of the coolest parts. And one of the things I'm so excited about with the vehicle that actually gives me a lot of confidence. And so, um, the, the, the Rivian has a battery pack underneath it. It's already got a pretty good shielding on it, but then Hey everyone, this is your co-host Chris, and I just want to take a second to talk about our sponsor, Thrashed Off-Road. You can find them at thrashedoffroad.com. Thrashed Off-Road offers a wide variety of upgrades and accessories that you can add to your truck and many other vehicles. That includes Toyota, soon-to-be Ford, and soon-to-be Jeep. I have the Senate suspension on my truck, and let me tell you, it is amazing. So make sure to check out Thrashed Off-Road, and that's thrashedoffroad.com. I'm not going to damage my exhaust or I don't have a pumpkin or diff hanging down. Like, right. It's it's just completely flat all the way across the bottom underneath. Yeah. I wouldn't feel confident with the, don't uh, go over any being dropped. (laughs) Definitely don't be going over any 10 foot ledges to test it out. You know, I wouldn't suggest (laughs) that, but if you do, please get it on video and we'll, we'll make sure our listeners get to see it. If I I do, I'm going to gun it and make sure it's launched. I got to ask this question, right? So we, we know that like Utah, there's not a whole lot of fording, right? No one's really doing river crossings and, you know, we're not really driving on uh, through lakes. Right. But if I would ask this, right. uh, How, what would be your confidence level? Um, in say going across like Bonneville, right across the salt flats, you've got electricity, you've got high conductivity. You're off. I mean, I would assume you're running on four electric drive motors. Uh, you know, what do, you know, are they IP rated? Like what, what is their waterproof rating? What's kind of like, you know, I would assume they probably have like a, a decent repair policy or return policy. If something like that were to just kind of wreak havoc on it. Yeah. So that's, I'm, I heard two things in there. So one is like, how's water crossing and fording and like how confident are you yeah. in it? and then like if there is an issue like what's that return or warranty policy like yeah um, so the the vehicle is is completely sealed and so the water should not be getting in anywhere right um it's it's rated to go uh in over three feet of water and the, the reason it could actually go deeper if you put more weight on the vehicle to push it down because once you get over about three feet of water you actually start to float <laughs> um, right right so um I, i've actually driven it through water that came up to my door handles which i don't know oh, if wow. you can see it's, it's oh, wow. pretty yeah. high yeah it's pretty stout um, and i didn't have water come through anywhere in the vehicle through the doors the seams you know um, where did you get into water that deep at um in bastrop it was the colorado river um, oh wow. okay <laughs> we found uh it's been a little bit dry lately and the water was kind of low and so we were we were bushwhacking our way through some some trails. Um, oh, right on. Yeah, I had seen that you did a little tour through the Hill Country Trail with some people on your IG a few oh, yeah. weeks ago or something. I was thinking you just went through the James River, and that's like yeah, like, like up to your running too. boards, and that's it. <laughs> uh, that was fun, yeah. Um, but it, it went well, and I mean, like, to be honest, I, I have full confidence in it. There was no, 
no concern. It was, I mean, hell, I've even watched this thing while it was plugged in, you know, and just sprayed water around the connection. <laughs> wow, live, you're, live dangerously, right? You're yeah. gonna feel um, you're gonna feel a little tingle, but it's yeah. gonna be okay. <laughs> we'll only feel it once. Yeah. Um, you can touch him when his leg stops twitching. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to your other point, Chris, like about the warranty, like there's a I want to say like an eight year warranty on the battery pack. Okay. So like if, if anything happens to it in the next you know eight years, I'm covered. I mean, I've already managed to break it once and had it replaced. So um, no, it's so like I said, uh, similarly, right? Like so, like Tesla Otter, uh, Tesla offers single motor, dual motor, quad motor, right? Uh, I would assume this is all wheel drive. Um, do the motors act independently? Does it act like it has lockers? Is it like um, an intermittent limited slip? Does the vehicle, cause I know the vehicle has like an automatic ride height. Like, you know, if you're, yeah. uh, if you're, you know, uh, in your RTT, you can level the bed out. You can level the truck out with the air ride suspension. Um, can you get all four motors to lock up like having lockers? Yeah, so it's it's very similar. So it, it does have four motors, one for each wheel. Uh, it outputs about 830 horsepower, 900 foot-pounds of torque. Okay. Um, which is oh, pretty great. So, like, you can really <laughs> crawl some some big rocks. And it's got 15 inches of clearance uh, in its highest setting, which is nice. Um, but I will say it doesn't act fully like lockers. Whereas like I've seen some, it's a more like limited slip, I think. Cause like right, I've had right. one wheel up in the air and it still will kind of spin. Just a little <laughs> bit. Um, and, but like, it's, I, I'm, I'm totally fine with it. Like it feels good. It's like full-time four wheel drive though. Like it's all, gotcha. it, it handles like an all wheel drive vehicle on wet roads. So you have yeah, really yeah. good traction control. Um, yeah. And you've got that sweet pass through storage is under the bed. <laughs> yeah yeah so that's, that's nice now i noticed like i mean, obviously this weighs you know weighs like a small boat um the other one i saw i mean you've got some hefty brake calipers on that thing i mean the front calipers are just massive yeah yeah it's got four wheel disc brakes um and these are probably the biggest they're they're brambo uh or brambo, brambo calipers i think probably the biggest ones i've ever had on a vehicle like they're, yeah. they're massive they got a lot of weight to stop yeah, yeah, you know, so. it's, it's it, the vehicle itself is over seven thousand pounds, so it's 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 a lot of weight. Yeah. So uh, were there were there any concerns? Yeah, I'm just gonna cut you off, dude. <laughs> You've had enough. Um, so no, seriously, and this isn't again. I'm not trying to like. I'm I'm not trying to poo poo on electric cars by any means, right? But Riven, Rivian being a, I understand they're backed by Amazon, right? Like I get it, but things things happen. Um, is there ever a concern or did it ever cross your mind of like, what am I going to do if this company just folds? No. Okay. Well, I don't mean to put that in the air to you. If, I, don't want, <laughs> I don't want that to be a concern, but no, you know, it's always like you get a new vehicle, right? A new company that comes out. There's a lot of electric startup companies that are trying to, um, you know, the startup game's expensive. Right. And I, while I think it's, I think it's unique and I think it's a cool looking vehicle. Um, it's like, what do you do? Oh, you know, so it's a fair question. And I'll say, I, I, I did go, I'll say I didn't not think this through. So like, I looked yeah. at also, uh, what was it? The, the alpha wolf who makes that like Lord sound motors has a truck. That's pretty com coming out pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there were two or three other ones that I looked at also. And like, I, when I looked at the, the vehicles i also had to look at the company behind it and their yeah. financial backing and their plan and like how are they going to roll it out 
And honestly, I think Rivian, what, what enticed me to them was one, they were already pretty well funded by the likes of uh, Amazon. Ford had invested like 700 million. T. Rowe Price and Blackwater, they, they'd gone out. They had like $19 billion at one point in cash on hand. Mm-hmm. And even when you're building factories and ramping production and putting out your first clean sheet vehicle, like that's going to cost you probably $5 billion to do that. Even yeah. if they did that, they still had three to five years of operating money that they could continue burning through cash, even if nobody bought their vehicles. Um, I've seen them now like increase their reservations, um, increase the cost of the vehicle. I mean, Jesus, I couldn't afford to buy this vehicle today. I was fortunate and I looked in, uh, looked out and uh, was able to get pricing from back in 2018. Um, and so like today, this is a hundred thousand dollar truck. I, I paid less than 80. Yeah, that's a, that's the one thing I struggle with. You know, it's funny. I was talking with Chris earlier today and, and we were talking about electric vehicles. And I think that's one of the things that I struggle with right now is, uh, you know, I think gas powered vehicles have their place, especially given, you know, the infrastructure that exists within the U.S. right now. And and we're not exactly the fastest at building infrastructure, especially if it's especially if it's federal dollars. Um, so, you know, it's going to be something that takes time. So, you know, I'm kind of in the boat of, yeah, I'm cool with, you know, an electric or a hybrid electric vehicle as, as a primary, or, you know, as kind of your around town car, and then you keep a gas vehicle for your, for your long range. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it was, I think the biggest problem that I encountered though is cost exactly what you said, right? Like if I'm going to, if I'm going to give up my, my other car that I have, um, I want the same level of you know, luxury, comfort, whatever it is at roughly the same price. The problem is right now that doesn't exist. You know, I read, I saw something the other day and they're like, oh, buy a Chevy Equinox and it starts at 35,000. And I was like, let me tell you what I don't want to buy is a Chevy Equinox. And <laughs> and, and for $35,000, you probably get maybe like 70 miles range out of it, right? Like it's just, it's they're so expensive right now. And while I think there's definitely a future for them, it is. You're exactly right. You know, it's like, it's an expensive game to get into. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to make any, any statements that this is a cheap vehicle at all. This, this Rivian is a premium EV. It is a luxury car. It is the Cadillac of off-roading and electric vehicles. I mean, it's like, it's, it's a high quality ride, a high, high cost. Um, and I, I also recognize I'm an early adopter. I this is my midlife crisis. Some guys buy Harleys, <laughs> some guys buy boats. I I bought a Rivian. Um, the to to your point though, like I I agree. I think that we're we're not fully ready for uh, everybody to go and adopt an EV today. The infrastructure has to be built out. The battery technology has to improve in order to reduce the cost, so that you don't have to pay. People don't want to buy, you know, uh, a thirty thousand or thirty-five thousand dollar car that they don't love. So, right. you know, they they need to make it okay. Make a forty thousand dollar, you know, Forerunner or Tacoma that that people can afford and give me three hundred, four hundred miles of range. Yeah, yeah. I'd even range. take a hybrid Tacoma. I mean, something yeah. that's hybrid. You know, just get me ten yeah. more miles to the gallon, fifteen more miles to the yeah. gallon. You're gonna have that. You're gonna have that soon if you're not careful. I've heard the. I've heard that the uh, the fourth gen Tacoma is gonna have the uh, four cylinder turbo motor out of the Lexus NX 200, so you can tow uh, a uh, a push lawnmower behind it, and that's gonna be about <laughs> the extent of it. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, guys! You'll get good gas mileage, but it's not gonna have any oomph. But yeah, the electric. You know, I mean, you got you definitely have the towing capacity with the weight and the torque and everything else. 
Well, it's like, I think it's, it's slept on, right? Like diesel hybrids, right? And, and I know this is, this is a touchy subject for some because everyone has the firm belief that diesels are just these black smoke, you know, uh, high carbon emitting engines. And, and the, the reality of it is, and I, I've studied, I've studied internal combustion engines of, for a majority of my life. Like that's been kind of like my hobby. It's my, my bread and butter, um, you know, and, and people always think that like the, the diesel's worse. It's not with diesels. You get a 97, 98% burn, right? You're, uh, you're consuming, you're actually burning off more of your, your petrol than you are with like a gas motor. And sure with the advances that we go through today, uh, right. With like motors having tighter tolerances, with tighter tolerances, you get better burn. You can burn a little bit hotter. Um, you know, I just, I think kind of like, you know, what John was saying, like we, and, and what Carson was saying, we don't have an infrastructure right now that supports uh, a large EV uh, country, right? If America was just to flip over to EVs, uh, it's just, it's not possible. So I don't see why instead of continuously producing gas engines and continuously trying to refine fuels and, you know, we've got premium and mid-tier fuels and you've got, you know, like out here, we've got ethanol free fuel, and it's like, you know, I, I've always been a firm believer of like, don't try to change the wheel, right? The wheel's perfect as it is in its design. Like, don't try to reinvent it, but just, just try to improve upon it, you know? Um, I love electric simply for the fact that you have infinite torque at zero RPMs. And that scale tapers off pretty rapidly as, you know, RPMs increase uh, or, you know, or, or um, as power consumption increases, right? Um, but for off-roading purposes, you know, if you got, I look like this, if you had a vehicle with a small one, two, three cylinder diesel generator built into the vehicle with a, a five gallon tank, uh, and you're basically running like a battery pack, um, you know, you have an onboard, you basically have a full electric vehicle, just an onboard generator, right? I, I don't see why we're not leaning more into that than this whole like, oh, it's got to be all electric or nothing. Like, I just, I just think it's silly. Uh, on top of that, too, you don't have to run uh, diesel fuel in a diesel generator or, you know, engine. You can run biodiesels. You can run, you know, vegetable oils. You can run, you know, hemp biodiesel. I mean, there's so many different fuels that you can, you know, put into these motors and 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 really reduce that carbon output. But for some reason, it's just it, I don't I really don't like having my, you know, my back to the wall, if you will. I feel like I'm standing in front of a firing squad where it's like you got to ditch your gas vehicle to to go to, to EV. Okay. Um, and, and, and I just don't think the technology is rounded well enough for us all to be like, yep, I 100% trust EV. Mm -hmm. like, you know, with me personally, I just, there's still a lot of work and kinks that need to be fig figured out before you were just like, Hey, everyone, everyone do this, you know? Um, oh, I, love yeah. it. I think it's a great concept as a whole, but. Yeah. But like California's uh, restriction that what by, by 2030, everything has to be electric. Yeah, we well, were, Chris and I were just talking about even, this today. Either they they can't even keep the power on yeah. when nobody's charging vehicles, <laughs> and you want to use more electricity. You know, it's like probably figure out your infrastructure first, and then and then start talking about that. But I mean, I I think that's a far fetched idea that you want all the semis going through the state to be electric, everything electric. Yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Maybe go to the hybrid route first. So it's more oh, efficient. It's interesting. So I, I actually do my, for, for a living, I, I, I do test engineering um, in the automotive space. And so like, this is like right up my alley. And so like <laughs> playing the devil's advocate here, like 
the one thing I think that the the hybrid diesel electric uh, vehicle introduces is twice as many failure points now. So That's true. If, if you have a pure pure diesel, you have a certain number of failure points. If you have pure electric, you have a certain number of failure points. If you have a hybrid electric diesel, you double that. Um, that's not to say it can't be done. Uh, I think, I can't remember if it was Volvo or Volkswagen. I actually put one out a few years ago. And this thing got stupid, like 250 miles per yeah. gallon of range. Um, wow. But it was like a $100,000 vehicle to buy at the time. Yeah. Um, and, and so they they discontinued it. But like, I, I agree. There needs to be like a middle ground option for people to not just uh, force their hand per se. Yeah. I mean, the Prius yeah. has been around forever. Right. And I mean, it's a pretty, it's pretty solid vehicle. Um, I think it could look better. I think Toyota, yeah. <laughs> Toyota, you can continue to improve the looks of it. Right. Um, I hate to admit this and I'm going to admit this on air. Um, then I told, I told Chris this earlier today, I owned, <laughs> I owned a Prius prime at one point in time. Um, I was doing a ton of driving and I was like, let me get a Prius prime. And it, it wasn't fun to drive, right? By any means, like it, it's not an enjoyable car. Um, it was loud as all get out because there's, there's, you know, they just strip all the weight out of it possible. Um, but, you know, I get like 65, 70 miles to the gallon on the highway. There's a smile that comes in, you know, when, when I get to the end of the week after I've driven, you know, a, a thousand miles in a week. And I'm like, yeah, this, this is nice to not have that. Um you know, but like, I think um, there's some cool electric vehicles out there and I, I think they are cool. I don't know if I'm there yet. And so I'm, I'm curious, like, what was, what was your motivation, right? You're looking to buy a vehicle. There's so many cool trucks, SUVs, like off-road, all that type of stuff. Why, why the Rivian? Like, what did it for you that you're like, this is the one? Like, I kind of think the new electric Hummer's kind of cool, right? But it's extremely expensive. <laughs> I guess like, one heavier than are, the Rivian. They are though, right? ugly as sin. Are, are they? Okay, never mind then. Yeah, I'll I saw one at Expo. <laughs> Whatever. And I don't know what I don't know what yeah. Chevy and Hummer's doing, but if they keep going the way they're going, that thing's not going to have any windows <laughs> at all because the back window on the new electric Hummer is like. Dude, you have to like, it's like the size yeah. of your rear view mirror. Okay. Okay. Fine. I don't, I don't like yeah. it, Chris, man. But no, <laughs> um, no, you know, John, and, and like, what was it, man? I mean, like, I, yeah. I think people are probably interested in knowing like, why this guy buy an electric, like an expensive electric pickup truck? What was it? So I, man, that's a good question. So I, I came from a, a Tacoma. I, I have, I had two Tacomas at the time. So I had my first in Tacoma, which I used for off-roading, wheeling. I bought it for less than five grand because I wanted to, you know, if I beat the crap out of it, something happened to it, no problem. Uh -huh. um, then I had a 2019 Tacoma, which was my, like, around the town, I'm going to look nice, take the family out in this truck. Um, and I did a lot of driving in that. And um, my family lives about three hours away. And I, I my, or I should say, my, my brother, my mom, and, you know, uh, they, they live about three hours away. And I was driving to see them probably twice a month. And, and that got expensive yeah. um, and, and gas was killing me. And so I was like, well, I started looking at electric vehicles and I was looking at Tesla's. I was like, ah, no, like, man, I want a truck. I want it. I was, I'm a, I'm a truck guy. I've, I've, that's what I've always had. Um, and so I started, who's, who's coming out with electric trucks. I was like, well, the cyber truck is out just because it's ugly as sin. I said, then, uh, Chris probably, other... Chris probably thinks it's Chris. Chris probably thinks it's cool looking. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, I got That's a weird. Way. I got a weird chubby for the Cybertruck. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Oh, like the, the, the Hummer. The Hummer's the ugliest thing that exists. Okay, it's, John. It's please, just a, John, just continue. Just ignore. No judgment. 
no judgment guys all good yeah and so uh i, I just shopped around at what trucks were, were coming to the market you know again still hoping for for uh toyota to be releasing one but i didn't see anything on the horizon and i i stumbled across this company rivian i was like huh they look interesting i'll i'll check it out and um at the time they were you know still pretty new and there wasn't a lot known about it but there were a couple things that were known was like zero to 60 speeds faster than a ferrari um they could tow eleven thousand pounds four to three feet of water had the adjustable height for for off-roading um I, I was just like oh okay all those things turned me on i was like that's really cool um and part of me is also a big tree hugger and so like actually <laughs> this uh they were they were like big eco-friendly and like i learned about like the the, the company's ceo and founder was like this like super um like planet for the warrior or warrior for the planet if you will and so um i was like okay i like what they're doing i like their message um i i also did some work with them in my professional world is working for uh, uh my company doing engineering work with them and i saw the engineering work and the quality that went into the build and it was like crap they're they're doing things that are like five times more like thorough than i've seen it ford chevy gm dodge like so I, I said, all right, I'm, I'm going to check this truck out. And that's that's when I put my deposit down. Nice. Now, can you, if if you hated it when you got it, I mean, is there a return period? I could, I know like yeah. online car buying, man, it's like they keep calling it the way of the future. And I got to sit in a car because I've seen some really cool cars. You know, I was going to buy a, a Lexus IS at one point in time. I got in the car and and I couldn't, I couldn't move my legs, you know, like guys do the guys do the side leg, you know, the, yeah. the, uh, the right leg. We like to just kind of like kick it out to the side. You can't do that in an IS. So while I can, <laughs> while like one hour in the car is fine, man, six hours, is it? So like, how does that work? Dude, I, that was my biggest anxiety before buying this truck was because I bought it having never driven one. Mm -hmm. I had, I'd done enough work with the engineers that I had done everything but drive it. I'd seen all the parts, all the pieces, all the, the models of the truck, but I had never sat in one or like driven it so i i was worried about that myself especially being how expensive this thing was i was putting yeah. so much money down um it did they do give like a, a one week uh one week or a thousand mile um return policy so okay. uh you can get it cruise it around check it out for a week if you don't like it take it back you get your money back no questions asked hmm. oh cool nice now are the body panels um are they plastic? Are they metal? Is it stamped sheet? Uh, I mean, aluminum. Aluminum. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was about. Yeah. That's that's probably why they're much more expensive now. <laughs> metals metals gotten a lot more expensive, man. In addition to batteries as well. Yeah. Well, that's and I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna hit on a subject that I'll try to tiptoe around. This is. Oh boy, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> as as much as I can, so that nobody is offended, right? Um, but recently, I, I just wrote a paper on. Um, about electric vehicles um you can and I, I know surprising right I, I know you guys just keep me around because i'm like a, a charity case but he is uh, good 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 with those crayolas man <laughs> you know the marine corps gave me one thing and it's, just a, a, it's a lead line stomach where i can count down crowns he said he um, wrote a paper he used a he used an orange crayon that said bad <laughs> yep yep yeah and I, I and i used stencils too um but no, you know, it's, it, it, it's, so I know they're going to the um, lithium iron phosphate, right? Uh, that's great because it's reducing the amount of lithium that, that essentially has to be pulled from the ground. Right. Um, but I think that people, sure. It's a green vehicle. Sure. On the consumer side, 
right? You're doing your part, right? And that's and that's wonderful, right? You know, you, you consider it as like, well, I'm not burning petrols and I've reduced my carbon footprint. Cool. But I don't think people really look into like, what does it take to get those raw materials out of the ground for one? And for two, I don't think people understand the impact of where, because you need cobalt for a lithium, a lithium battery. And I don't think people understand that like, um, you know, like uh, what's it? It's in the DRC. Um, That's why. You know, it's it's, it's no like, offense, it, man, but it's over in Africa. Nobody in America cares. But it's but, yeah, it's just it's it's modern day slave labor, right? And that's and and I have I have a being military and and really believing in people's you know kind of like following John Locke, right? You have your light to your, you have your right to prosperity. That's your your God given right or whatever higher power you believe in, right? You have that right to be a free individual. And so that's kind of like where I struggle with this whole, like, do I get an electric vehicle knowing, right? It's, it's like blood diamonds, but it's just blood lithium. You know, it's like, um, well, they're actually uh, looking at um, mining lithium out of Lano, Texas, which is not far from a place that John and I went and camped a few times, but it's, it's, um, it's and it's beautiful country. And I'm like, how are you going to come in here and dig a pit out? Like, well, and that's, that's wow. my next that's my next thing is it's it's the the micro structures that organisms are now affected right because you're tearing up all this land it's the amount of carbon and footprint that these companies and i and you can sit and argue and say oh well these companies are working towards reducing carbon out you know they're reducing their carbon footprint blasey 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 let's just say this we all understand uh that corporate entities do not give a fuck, pardon my French. I <laughs> just now you know, I have to it, use it, the explicit. Yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to bleep oh, that man. out. I knew I, <laughs> I knew he was gonna say it. I could see it in his face. And I'm like, I'm like about to say a fig, like anything else. This guy just bleeps out the F word. And then John's sitting over here, like he's feeling like he's like Leo DiCaprio and Blood Diamond, man. I mean, geez, owie. Like, Look, man, just shame uh, that shame the heck out of this guy. No, like, it's it's just, you know, it's like, sure, the end product has its it has its positives, but I just feel that like the beginning of it, right? Like, and that's why I'm saying we need to figure out better electric sources 100%. so that the so that so that we're not digging giant pits. We're not using huge excavation equipment, right? I come from I come from heavy equipment. That's you know that's what I did in the core. Um, you know, and it, it's just like, man, you see, you see what we're doing to the planet. Or you see what we're doing to the planet for the sake of the planet. And it's kind of like, are you cutting off your nose to save your face or, you know, and again, I'm not, I'm no disrespect. It's a beautiful truck. It's a beautiful, beautiful product. And I'm totally stoked. Yeah. That you got something you love, you know, um, it is, it is something it is, it is an engineering feat. They're amazing. Um, but I think, I think there's a lot of things that need to be thought about too, where it's just like, Hey man. And I mean, you could say this for anything, computers, microchips whatever the case may be right i mean there's always going to be a negative to the positive it's just yin and yang if you will well maybe we can get lithium from the moon once we go back because i know we can get cheese from there haven't you heard there's but, nazis on there you know, i mean <laughs> yeah and, oh, man. And, and and not to dude slap him slap him slap him back bro totally totally didn't strike any nerves with me like i I come from oil field. Like my entire family was in the oil field. So okay. like, that, that was my background. And I also saw like how much, how much damage we do just extracting oil out of the ground, yeah. so gas, petroleum for not just for, for gasoline, but also for wire coatings and plastics and yeah. Yeah. You know, all these other chemicals that we use it for in our daily life. Um, so it's, it's, it's to your point though, there's, 
I think with any any industry, you can pick out the evil from it. But you're right. I think that we do need to figure out a more responsible way to uh, produce batteries, find better resources, um, better uh, chemistries for them. Right. Um, and then also do things like minor like these these batteries. They're like 95 percent recyclable. We need to get better at that because I mean, there's yeah. only a couple of companies out there doing it today. There's not a lot. And yeah. given the the this new wave of electric vehicles coming, like. There's going to be cars that have accidents. There's going to be cars that eventually phase out in age. And so we need to be able to recycle those batteries, recycle those materials yeah. and use them in second life applications. Yeah. And I think that, I think that gives the offset, you know, it's kind of interesting to, to, to pull off John's point or not John's point, Chris's point, but not to, not to be a jerk about it. Um, <laughs> uh, no, you know, it's like, I, I think that the, um, the culture that exists around going green um, is, uh, the general culture is a very one track mind, right? Do this and you'll save the planet. I'll use solar panels as a really good example, right? I mean, what, 95% of solar panels are manufactured in China? China doesn't adhere to it. They don't care, right? I mean, they, they truly do not care. I think what would be interesting and the things that I don't see, the things that I don't see when, when I go out to like, you know, okay, well, I want to put solar panels on my house. Can you tell me, how much, you know, how much, how much emissions, if you will, um, came out of manufacturing the solar panel in China. And then how long is it going to take to offset that by putting these on my roof? Mm-hmm. And if you can show me, right, if I expect my solar panels to last 20 years and you can show me that after 10 years, and I mean, true numbers, right? I'm not talking padded numbers. I really just want the honest truth. After 10 years, we've offset all the emissions. And for the next 10 years, it's, it's just free and clear, you know, great energy. Um, I think that has the backing behind it. But I, I feel like the problem with, with going green is that we keep taking this one track of you're going to go save the planet. And it's like, well, China owns the largest cobalt mine in the world right? China does not care. They, they, they truly do not care about anything other than China, first of all, production, bringing in money, right? And to be able to push this. And so um, I, I just wish that we would do those types of things, because I think it gives people that are skeptics more buy-in to the actual concept. Um, you know, I want to be able to see that like, hey, yeah, um, when I buy an electric vehicle, I'm going to want them to tell me, yeah, you know what? We can actually recycle like pretty much almost all of this battery. The stuff that we can't recycle, we do X, Y, Z with. Um, you know, it's like windmills. I was I was reading about the windmills when I was over over in uh, Europe, and they're like, yeah, you know, we take these down. We actually can't recycle a lot of them. Um, and and they're working on it now. They are actually yeah, working on yeah, figuring yeah. out how to recycle it, right? But like they last for twenty to twenty five years, and they can't recycle it. They also mm-hmm. can't do anything with the concrete, which is the single most polluting substance. For one ton of concrete, you emit one ton of greenhouse gases. I want you to show me. I want the buy in because I know this. I want you to show me that. Hey, by the way, like all the crap that we that we put into the air and to the earth and everything else to build this, I want to be able to see. Five years later, we've completely offset it. And for the next 15 years, great. Right. Because then so, you don't get the you don't get the buy-in. You get the skeptics. And it, it get me like me in this. And I'm like, well, if I can't see any of those numbers and you guys aren't putting it out, you're either doing one of two things. You either don't want to do the extra research, or you've done the research and it isn't that great. So you don't want to release it. But the general public doesn't see that. You want to talk about like a moving campaign, like a moving ad campaign for people, <laughs> show them that kind of stuff, show them the real impact that they can have. Yeah. And then 
you know, they'll feel confident in buying a new iPhone every year and throwing the other one out. Um, <laughs> you know? So Carson, you're saying you want to live in an earth ship. Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> hey man i'm not opposed to it with my cyber I just, truck i i just i just want to live on a different planet no you know i just i i guess i just want i want more transparency with it right like yeah. i want to feel that if i go out and buy an electric vehicle that my battery isn't going to end up in the ocean 10 years later right like that's i want to know that there's still a lifespan for that vehicle after you know its battery has kind of reached the end i also don't want to pay like an arm and a leg, tens of thousands of dollars for a new battery. Right. And I think that that's where we are. So while we continue to push the, the green, and I think we continue to push out these vehicles that like Chris said, are absolute feats of engineering. Right. I mean, these things are just so cool looking and what they can do. I want to know that like, I don't have to buy another car at the end of it. Well, when the battery goes out, just LS swap. Yeah. <laughs> can you can you create a graph? Can, can, can you create a graph to show me um what the carbon <laughs> offset is that I did so that I not long I can drive my LS? I don't know. I'm probably the only one in this camp that like is like show me the information, but I, I oh, feel like it would be, I feel like it would be cool, man. You know, I want to feel good about what I do on the inside, not just the superficial kind of like look at me. I got an electric car and I have my Starbucks in here as well with my plastic lid that I'm going to throw in the freaking trash. Yeah. Uh, you got to okay. say the sea turtles, get rid of the straws, dude. I don't use straws. <laughs> I, I don't, I seriously don't. If I go to Starbucks and I wholly, I, I completely admit that I do. Um, I'm like, no, I don't want a straw. And they're like, save the sea turtles. And I'm like, yeah, you guys should stop handing out straws. I have plastic reusable straws at home. I put them in the dishwasher. So everyone knows what my habits so are we, now. We, we, yeah. we have some of those too. Yeah. Well, to your point, tell- though, like, I, I think you made a really good point. Like, I think, like, uh, the people want to be able to know with good conscience that the purchases that they make today are having a, a, a positive impact to the planet. So that's why you see things like a lot of the second life uses. So, like, the, there's a company I know called Spears New Technology out of Oklahoma that takes used Nissan Leaf batteries and Tesla batteries, and they, they break them down and they... they Take them since they're no longer like viable in a car, which has like requires a lot of high current, a lot of high power use on demand in flux. Mm-hmm. Um, a house doesn't require that, so they'll use them in like power walls and second life applications, taking those car batteries and put them into like you know, I actually, I actually heard buildings. about that. See, yeah. I haven't. I want to hear a news. I want to hear a news article. That's really about cool. That. I don't want to hear a news article about something. You know, I don't want to turn on the news and hear something political again. Right. Like that's the kind of stuff that I want to hear. And that's the kind of stuff that want like people want to hear, because if they know that. Well, that's not bad news. So that's not going to. It's not. It is. Nobody yeah. wants I, to I, I know. It's good know. news. That's, so you're not going to hear about it. But it's going to yeah. push the agenda, though. <laughs> I mean, it's going to push the edge. It's going to take people like me that are kind of on the fence. I hear something about that, man. You just taught me something new. Now I'm like, okay, that's Not pretty talking. awesome. You know, send us a link to that company or something like yeah. that, John, yeah, and yeah. we can throw it up on the Instagram. Uh, whenever. I, and I know those guys really well. They, they, I know yeah. they'd appreciate it, but um, yeah, awesome. I'll do that. And then to your other point, like on the cost side, right? Like I think what I'm, I'm seeing happen, like I do a lot of battery testing in my, my world, much I'm sure like you do, Chris, um, yeah. or, or in that, that realm. But I think we're going to see battery costs come down much like we have with semiconductors and computers, right? Like I remember being a kid and uh, I'm not going to date myself, but 
Uh, <laughs> we we had one of the very first uh, IBM knockoff computers you could buy, right? And it was like two months of my dad's salary to buy this thing and have it in our, our living room. And I, yeah, I was like yeah. the coolest kid in the neighborhood because I had this like 8-bit graphic <laughs> game you could play. And, uh, you know, and, and back then, though, it was like super expensive to buy. But now you can buy a Dell PC for 200 bucks. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you got you have more power, you know. I mean, I remember like I did an art, I did a, a report one time in school. I didn't write an article like Chris did, but <laughs> I, uh, I did, I did a report in school once. They were like, you know, the computing power in a Furby was equivalent to like what they used to send the Saturn, the Saturn V rocket to the moon. I, <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think that I think that as technology continues to advance as fast as it does, I hope those costs come down sooner, right? Like I hope that when let's just say the lifespan is 10 years, which isn't always accurate, right? There are Teslas with like hundreds of thousands of miles on them that have lost 80% of the charge, um, you know, or 70% or not lost 80, but they, they remain at like, you know, 80, yeah, yeah, maintain about 80. Um, you know, I hope that it does come down. I hope it becomes more economical to the point of almost like replacing an engine, right? You spend maybe three or $4,000 and you have a brand new engine in your vehicle. Not, uh, not necessarily like a refurbished engine, but a brand new one or refurbished yeah. batteries. I don't care if they can recycle them and rebuild them and build them out. Fan freaking tastic. So are um, these, yeah. are these uh, batteries in uh, say the Rivian? Are, mm-hmm. are they a lot like all the other lithium batteries that you don't want to get below 20% and charging to a hundred all the time? Is it good for the battery? Cause I seen like with my new phone, I got a warning on it that said, don't go below 20. And if you can keep from charging over 85%, you're good. And you can make that battery last for a very long time. That's one of the things that they never told you when buying cell phones is like, you should, <laughs> you should never charge you a hundred percent and you should never drain it to zero. Like they, they never told us. One. Yeah. Um, and that's been around for a while. It's just, we're just now being you know, educated on these things. And so, mm-hmm. Similar with the Rivian, you're not supposed to run it down to zero. I have multiple or times. four miles. <laughs> uh, oh, I've, I've gone completely down to zero. Like I've, I've drained this thing down, like literally where I was rolling into to the charging spot. Oh man! Um, and then you know I've charged it to 100 several times as well. But that's probably how I broke my first pack because I was supercharging all the way to 100, drive that bitch to zero, supercharge it to 100. Oh yeah, to zero. Um, we won't we'll, we'll edit this part out so Rivian doesn't hear that oh, yeah, you, you can't fine. you can't exhaust lithium-ion batteries they just they're 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 finicky that's they're, what yeah. that's why I want to see it that's why I want to see a new technology come out I want to see this improved upon and and more recyclable you know potentially 100 percent because this is where I have a tough time getting into that electric game is dude I I run my car down to dude I run the truck um, I've had the fuel pump recall by the way on the third gen so I'm okay so dude I run that thing down to like three miles left you know it's just like yeah. spitting fumes i'm i'm below zero knowing i've got a little I don't bit go extra. below a third of a tank man no dude and a third I'm of like, a tank i'm like i'm almost out i better i better get to a gas I'm, I'm like deep in the reserve <laughs> gallon that you have left in the yeah, tank yeah. like this thing is like woo and and i roll in and i fill it up and you know what i'm not too concerned because all i'm gonna have to do is replace a fuel pump and i can do that in my driveway right i I feel, like Americans, I feel like Americans don't have the patience to do what you just described, right? Like they just want to get in and go like I do and like, okay, cool. I have, I have five miles left and I'm going to just, I got enough to get to the gas station to fill it up. Well, because of guys like me and you, like Rivian has already changed some of the things in the truck. So one of the yeah. things they've done is they 
uh, in there, in each of the battery packs, it has a battery monitoring system, which tells it how much, uh, how much to discharge, how much to charge. It kind of controls like how much power goes in and out. And what, what they've done is they've updated the algorithm to keep people like you and I from draining it down to zero. Yes, like, it might on our display about. say zero, zero miles. Yeah. Like there's still a small amount of battery life left in there just to protect the battery Very to keep smart. the, the to, to protect the vehicle from people like me and you. So we yeah. don't break it. See, I like that. That's that's smart. See, you helped yeah. with the Rivian, Carson. See, see, yeah, you helped and you didn't even know. I <laughs> so, Rivian's so. like, dude, there's a guy like Carson out there that <laughs> just like push, pushing his 7,000 pound Tacoma to the gas station. Yeah. So uh, with, the, with the, with the BMS, um does the vehicle have say specific charge profiles or is it just a plug and go like um you know like with goal zero our our product offers um you have performance which is like zero to 100 percent charge now granted the bms on the battery pack still does similar to the rivian protect the battery packs but you've got right. like performance you've got battery life which it'll only charge up to 85 percent unless you let you discharge down to five percent uh and then you've got like performance which is you know, it's slow battery life uh, or slow battery drain and the charge profiles are, are narrower. So does the vehicle offer something like that? Or again, or do you just... It, get- it does. So on the, the charging up, like when you're charging it up, it offers three different settings. So it'll let you set a limit at 70% for normal, mm-hmm. like daily use. Then they have what they call extended range, which will charge it to 85%. Gotcha. Or you can go up to 100 for like a road trip. Mm-hmm. And, then on, and then on the discharge side, It'll, um, there's essentially three different modes. So it has sport mode, which is like a performance setting, which is going to drain your battery much faster and give you less range on the vehicle itself. Then there's um, the uh, all purpose mode, which uses all four motors. It's what I drive, it's my standard daily driver, and it uses pretty regular. Then they have conserve mode, which disengages two motors. So it goes from a four wheel drive to a two wheel drive and becomes basically a, a front wheel drive vehicle to give you a longer range. Okay. Yeah, great question. Yeah, it's just you know, it's it, when you get into the the electrical world, right? Um, there are a lot of cross similarities, so it's you know, so like if we're offering it, I I just got to know that you know, because I don't know if Tesla or if if you know Toyota's offering that on like their Priuses. So, um, and figuring that Rivian's new, they've done a lot of R and D on their vehicles. Again, they've done a lot of R and D with their electronics. I figured they would probably offer a, a battery life extender if you will because that's basically what it's doing right uh, yeah you protect the battery and it's charging and therefore you know to back up carson you're gonna get you're gonna see those numbers uh compared to where if you're just maxing it out all the time and just smoking that battery pack yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> nice that, well awesome. i'm i'm gonna go buy a rivian now um <laughs> no, I, I definitely think it's it's pretty cool i was checking out the suspension on it and everything else and i'm like man you know this is uh this is this is definitely cool. I don't know what uh, what it leaves though. Um, you know, being being the owner of a, I'm not I'm not shamelessly plugging myself here. By the way, but being the owner of <laughs> being the owner of an off road you know parts kind of area, uh, I don't know what it leaves in the way for us as as far as like modifications go. Right, like you're not going to rip out your air suspension and put in like coilovers and some kings and man some kings. yeah right yeah i'm gonna rip this out and throw kings in this thing um but you know i mean there's stuff as far as maybe like exterior accessories right i see you have a bed rack on the back i see you have a rooftop tent but like where do you go next um i want i want rock sliders i'm trying to figure okay. that one out now <clears throat> because yeah. come on thrash 
on the uh, on, on the bottom of the the Rivian here. I don't know if you can see it, but yeah, like, that's the, run the underneath. That's plastic, man. And if I yeah. if I happen Ooh. to like go off camera and hit a rock, I could mm-hmm. damage that. Um, I would also could like at to least see rhino it. line it. Sorry, uh, I could. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do some line X or something. Just don't, to don't rhino line it up. Just a little bit. <laughs> I would also you, like it to have you a can winch. rhino line whatever you want a rhino line. Don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen rhino line whole trucks, and so yeah, I'm not. Yeah, okay, fair enough. A winch, yeah, a so winch. like like front and rear bumper kind of situation. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, okay. We're, what would be cool would be the winch backed by. Well, I guess obviously it would be backed by the battery pack. I mean, then you'd have. No, a gas motor for the winch. That would yep, be yep. that would be Screw ideal. All out, the, all out the window. He's he's out there pulling the pulling the start cord on it. Like, come on, let's get it going. Don't test me, man. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll hook up a what's a leaf blower motor to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with with like thirteen thousand Rivian trucks in circulation, my best guess is that you know there's not going to be a an aftermarket kind of um kind of area there. Was that something that you thought about when? You know, being a guy that mods a truck, right? And I know you've got your older Tacoma, which is which is your wheelie truck, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. but was it something that you thought about? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm I've I've emailed the company multiple times asking about like, hey, have you thought about adding a winch? And so they actually have some prototype vehicles out there with winches. And I emailed them wow. asking, hey, have you guys put rock sliders on these yet? They're like, no. But if you were going to, how would you do it? And I was like, well, here's what I would do. Yeah. And so like, um, I. I know there will be some things that come out. Like mm-hmm. all the accessories right now are just like silly third party, yeah, vital graphics for the wheels or 3D printed console organizers sure. or um, the easy things like stuff. that. Yeah, basic stuff. I mean, I, I'm thinking of adding like some ditch lights on it. You know, I want to be able to put some like lights on the front um, or maybe modify my fog lights and put ambers instead of the clear LEDs. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> That'd be yeah, cool. Nice. Yeah. That'd be yeah, very definitely. cool. So for the yeah. low, low dollar price of $105,000, uh, you too can custom build your Rivian. That's expensive, man. It hurts. I'm looking at the uh, monthly payment of $1,700, and I just want to know uh, who? <laughs> <laughs> can you do a monthly payment on a credit card? I'm. <laughs> Jeez. Is that with a down payment or without? I'm pretty sure that's with a down payment, right? I would assume so. Yeah, yeah. There's probably like a ten, maybe percent down payment built in. God, that's steep, wow. man. Yeah. Wow. That is your that is your uh, your Lambo. Now I, I will say this: my my monthly payment is nowhere near that. <laughs> my monthly <laughs> payment is less than five hundred a month is what I'm paying. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was paying more in my Tacoma when I was still. Yeah, I need to know payments. who the hell you're financing with because uh, shit. Credit union two percent, man. Uh, and, and then it also helps that I got a, a pretty penny back on my Tacoma. So whenever I traded yeah. my Tacoma in after three and a half years, I got two thousand dollars more for it than what I originally paid. So I, yeah, it's always, always a Toyota. I would trade in my Golf for a down payment on this. I would. I mean, oh. it is. It is. It is cool. I think it's. I think it's definitely a cool car. I think it has its place um, in the future think right now you know my personal opinion is without without it like i feel like you're ahead of the game right now right and with every i think the other problem is in in this in this country um is that and this is 
not I know I'm not trying to get into political, right? But I'm just trying to go for something that's just realistic with every single change um, within an administration, the priorities change every True. single time. And it's like, you know, you could be stuck in like a four year back and forth endlessly. And with the federal government, they drag their feet so much. So I'd be down with an electric vehicle. But see, for me, I'd be down with an electric vehicle that like it's my around town car. Right? Well, like, this, is, I, this is what I'm going to do. I would buy a Rivian. I, I would, I would want to drive it, of course, but you know, I would, I would buy one and it would be like my around town fun car, maybe like hit some trails, but I don't know if I, you know, for a hundred thousand dollars, I'd probably want to, you know, maybe go out and get an Aston Martin. Yeah. Right? Well, that'd be like fun that's, to off-road. I mean, that's, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not going to off-road it at that point, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like everything else that's out there. And that's why I struggle with the cost feature of it is um, if it was a gas powered vehicle, with all the features that you just described, okay, everything that the Rivian's got, minus, of course, you know, the the, the, the specific electrical components. Sure. What is that gas-powered equivalent going to cost? Oh, $100,000. Really? Absolutely. If you go and configure... Cars are expensive a, now. Look at a, um, uh, like a Dodge Ram TRX. It's probably uh-huh. the closest one. Okay. And I think those start at like 80 and then by the time you add a few features like locking differential and a few other yeah like nice to haves you're you're definitely over 100 grand like i've I've gone through this multiple times i've configured lots of f-150s like like the lariat model f-150 is probably the closest in terms of capability and luxury um but but like you said i i i got this at a time whenever in fact, I put the down payment on the during the previous administration, so I didn't feel like I was like I'm an early adopter, right? I, I wasn't sure. forced into this thing. Yeah. Um, and this is like I said, definitely a premium vehicle. Like if I were to, if I if I were to do it again, and I didn't happen to have a windfall, like I I happened to have a really good sales commission a couple of years ago, and I took mm-hmm. a lot of that extra money and I set it aside. And I said that's my new truck money yeah um and then i drove around my crappy little tacoma for a couple of years too and didn't buy anything um but if i were to do it all again man i i would probably go out and just build a nice new truck to be honest you know and you wouldn't go electric i love my electric truck and i wouldn't give it back or trade it in for the world but like if if i were somebody who was not as um gosh what would i should say i don't know if i was invested or like i i was living in the world of evs for like two years before i bought this truck like i Got looked it. at evs every day trying to understand what was out there what my options were but like if i'm just average joe who's going to work nine to five and i'm making 40 50k a year mm-hmm. rivian is not on my list of vehicles to buy i'm looking yeah. at buying a you know probably like one of those mahindra rock stores the, the jeep knockoffs or something you know something a lot lower cost yeah yeah preferably with a diesel I always, I always sit here and wonder if like how in the world I do, I see all these Teslas running out and about and I'm like, dude, like what's the maximum federal refund, like 8,600 bucks or something like that. 7,500. Yeah. Is it 7,500? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, how much, how much money do you actually make a year? How much debt are you actually in? Right. I mean, like I see these guys (laughs) driving around then they, (laughs) then they drive back to their house and it's like, you know, that's it. I mean, they just put their money into their car. Right. And that's what they want. And that's perfectly fine. But I I think that, you know, you've got people that like want something nice and 
they also, you know, make decent money, but it gets expensive, man. Cars have gotten real expensive, but that's a, that's a whole different topic uh, for, for another day. Let's uh, discuss yeah. the, uh, the fun part of it. The, uh, the off-roading you did in Colorado. Like, yeah. like, like yeah. let's talk about that. Like, cool. Uh, yeah. So me and some friends, uh, they, they were in ICEs of course, but, uh, we drove up from, from Texas up to, uh, we, we kind of all met up in Durango and then I uh, headed up North towards, uh, like, uh, Silvertown and we did the Alpine loop, Ophir pass, engineer pass, cinnamon pass, uh, Poughkeepsie, was it Poughkeepsie Gulch, I think it was called. It was a pretty sketchy trail. <laughs> um, we wanted to do Black Bear Pass, and they it was closed, and they literally opened it the day after I left. Uh, oh, but well, I you got to make a run back up. But my buddy did stay a little bit longer than me, though, and he uh, he videoed it, which was nice. But um, this thing handled amazingly, and probably one of my most favorite parts, actually, that I didn't know was going to be my favorite part, but like wheeling in the outdoors in silence, not hearing your engine revving like creeping up on deer like deer don't even see you till you're like a couple of feet away and then so, they like, so it's a good hunting and then, truck you, and then they dart in front of your vehicle <laughs> what oh, I got dude, actually, yeah we gotta yeah. we gotta move extra fast now <laughs> yeah. i'm moving really slow though the only yeah. thing you really hear is like the tires underneath the uh, underneath the rocks i bet that's so, a weird experience yeah it is it's, it takes some adjustment yeah so you well, you could set up a deer blind in the bed and have somebody drive and you could just go find the deer and I mean, sneak I'm not up promoting on that, but uh, <laughs> one, we're so inclined, and, you know, theoretically. Yeah. 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 No, uh, no, that's awesome, man. Um, yeah. I, I, I've seen, seen some videos of other people wheeling them in Moab and stuff like that. It just, it, it just looks so cool. You know, all that torque and uh, you can just climb up just about anything. I mean, I mean, that's amazing. And, and then the adjustable ride heights. I, I, you know, yeah, I, I love that feature about it. Um, probably another one of the, one of my most fun things that I really enjoy about the vehicle is like when people want to race you, like off the line, <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, I've heard those trucks are fast. How fast are they? And dude, there are so many people in Corvettes and BMWs that just want to like test you. And it's, this thing is like ridiculously fast. Like I'm, unless you have a Tesla Plaid, I'm probably going to blow you away off the line. That's exactly And you can beat was- them. That's you what can I was gonna eat say. them and then open your frunk and hand them a drink and say, "Hey, I got a fridge in here <laughs> yeah. too." So that's exactly what I was gonna say to Carson. Is like, dude, you know, because it's electric motors, it'll blow the doors off most sports cars these days. And dude, I think a Toyota Tercel could blow the doors off my Tacoma. Speaking of the doors, they're already blown off, so nobody's gonna be able to blow <laughs> off my doors. Okay, no, yeah, no, it's... this thing, this thing will smoke my golf off the line, and it's no slouch. I mean, like I've done, yeah. I've done rolling takeoffs on uh, some of these new C4, you know, Corvettes, and like I'm, I'm smashing on them in a little turbo four cylinder, you know, and, yeah. and this is a full size truck that's just gonna leave a, you know, leave a Porsche, depending on the model and the dust. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Like I said, my my zero to sixty times are faster than most Ferraris. I mean, it's, it's yeah. So when are you coming up here to Utah to visit? For one, uh, I, I mean, you have a place to stay here at the house with the wife and I. Utah's um, actually probably we, on my way. I'm actually looking to head up to Idaho. Uh, I've got a really well, good we're we're only a few hours from Idaho, so yeah, yeah. Um, that's and probably going to be a spring are, trip. Are, all right. Well, the salt salt flats are two hours from the house, and so let's take it out there, and Ooh. and of course, of course, do some wheeling. There's wheeling everywhere out here. Um, but yeah, the salt flats, man. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, let's Very see nice. how well. Let's see how well uh, sealed the vehicle is. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's try it out, man. I mean, yeah. let's, let's submerge this thing. I want to do this thing like they do some of those. You see those old like CJs that are going completely underwater yeah. with just a snorkel sticking up. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Florida way, right there, thing. baby. Florida, Florida man. <laughs> Yeah, Florida man. Um, yeah, I think it's, I definitely think it's really cool. Um, I, I always think, you know, there's always going to be a place in my heart for gas powered vehicles, um, especially, you know, I'm, I, I mean, I'm, I'm into off-roading. Um, I love it. And that's, you know, the business and, and the, the career, yeah. but um, well, there's just something about the sound fast. of a good motor. It there is, just, man. I've, I just, love it's going sound, fast. It's sexy. It's sexy. Yeah. Yeah. But, and that's, that'll my, you know, a sports car for me will always be gas powered. It's just, it just has to be, you know, there's just something about it, the feel it, I know it's going to be slower than electric vehicles. I know that, but you know, there's just something about it that, that gives me that, that rush. Um, and why, well, let me ask Carson, have you, have you driven an electric vehicle? I have. Yeah, okay. I have. Okay. And they're okay. quick, man. I mean, like it'll, yeah. it'll put you in your freaking seat and you're like, Whoa, oh, yeah. but I think yeah, there's, yeah, there's something about like, um, you know, I mean, it's going to maybe sound cliche, right? But there's something about a I've done this, you know, for so long, and I've been into vehicles for so long, and I've built so many vehicles over my lifetime, there's something about, um, you know, and I, I my trucks a manual, um, I, I always maintain a manual in my garage, and then they're disappearing. Um, and I want to get one before they're all gone, you know, something that's newer. Um, but there's something about that connection to the to the mechanics. Um, and while, you know, I want to I while my daily driver, um, you know, I want to I want to get out there and, you know, just I would just want to get from point A to point B. Right. Um, with my gas powered vehicle, with my gas powered sports car, I want to get from point A to point B but love every second of it. I want to feel like an extension of the car. And I know it sounds so cliche and like, people are probably like, yeah, you know, like roll your eyes, but it is, it's, if you're, if you love cars, I mean, if you're truly passionate about the cars, there's something about the, the, the combustion engine that is irreplaceable. Um, So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be like, uh, what's his face in, uh, Will Smith and I robot, right. He had that, like he had that gas powered vehicle in his garage when everything was electric. I'm going way back here. And I saw a robot when I was a kid. That's exactly what it is. Like, it's just going to be hidden away somewhere. I'm sure it'll be outlawed. You know, the, the gas powered police are going to, you know, find me and gun me (laughs) down, but man, oh man, am I going to go out in a blaze of glory in that thing? Um, I'm with you, man. I, I still maintain my Tacoma and it's a manual and I love driving yeah. it for that exact reason. It, it feels like an extension. Yeah. That's why, that's why I love my golf, man. Cause it's the same thing, right? It's just, it's, <laughs> it's a manual it's hopping into a six speed with a turbo mm-hmm. and there's just something about like, yeah, I mean, it'll put your head in the headrest, but it's not like an electric car, but it's, no. it's that picking those gears, it's hitting the right shifts. It's, you know, it just when you mo- when you when you link with the car, you know, and again, it's you got to be a gearhead to just to love it and understand it. And yeah. to follow that up, nobody's ever said, "Hey, check out that electric Chevelle." <laughs> <laughs> no, you are you are right. I mean, look though, you know that that body styling and that that era is gone. Um, the uniqueness out of vehicles has really disappeared. And I will say electric vehicles have brought a new uniqueness to body styling, right? True. Yeah. You look back sure. at vehicles of the forties, the fifties and, and the sixties. And I'm like, my God, you know, who in the heck designed this? Like, like, how did you do something that is so futuristic and so gorgeous? I mean, just absolutely beautiful. And to this day, still gorgeous. It's, yes. It wasn't just. 
to it's, sell it's time, for 10 years. It, it's, you're right, man. It's a timeless design. I mean, it truly is. And then we hit this era of just generic, boring, plain Jane cars. And with electric vehicles has truly brought a design piece that hasn't existed for a really, really long time. Hey, the new Camry looks pretty good, man. Yeah, I got to say. Okay. I, 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 mean, I got to say the Camry looks pretty good. They, they don't look bad, but I mean, like you look at you, you look at a Rivian, right? You look at like the weird design of a Tesla that kind of looks like a whale at some points in time. And it may be, it may be ugly to some people, but it's still different than everything else that is out there on the road. And it is so unique um and and i think that's really cool you know i think that it's bringing such a different style into the automotive industry that that has just become a lot of copies of the same thing different versions yeah um and and i love that i love that and that's what i appreciate about it my favorite car is a 2003 chevy malibu thank you uh, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. That's it's, a good sorry, one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this out there. But if it's a donk, I'm all about it, dude. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you guys are familiar with donks, but I, no joke, man. My goal is to own a donk. If I have to build it, that's fine. But I will shamelessly buy one that is pre-built with a ridiculous paint job. Um, I'm sure I'll stand out here in Utah, but I don't care. Those have to on be twenty fours, dude. Twenty sixes, twenty eights. Those things have to be the most bizarre vehicles that ever existed. But they're so. <laughs> Dude, those things are so freaking cool. And they have their place in my life, right? Um, It can be an electric donk. I don't care. Um, (laughs) Oh, there you go. It makes no difference. I want to see someone put a Tesla like Model 3 on 28s. Uh, so if anyone's listening, they want to do that. Batteries and you're Dude, good to go. I swear <laughs> I'll buy it. I swear I will buy it for any amount of money that you want. <laughs> That's so, awesome. John, so John, to make an already long podcast longer, I got. I, it's this. my fault. I'm so what, bad at this. What's uh? What is your? What is? What is your favorite thing about the Rivian? And what is your absolute dislike about the Rivian? Mm. Ooh, yeah, it's a good one. Ah. Uh, <laughs> My favorite thing about the Rivian, um, yeah. the fridge. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's the frunk. Dude, that's it's up there. there. It's, um, <laughs> I have to say probably the camp mode, the self-leveling feature. So like whenever I pull up to a place and I park with my rooftop tent, I don't even have to worry about is my truck level or what kind of a terrain I'm, I'm parked on. Like I can just push a button and it levels itself out, which is super nice. And what's the range on that? I know it can go up what 18 inches, but what can you like tuck the tires on one corner and then really raise 18 inches on another corner? Yeah, you can. I mean, it, it does crazy. some really funky stuff. Like uh, I, I parked on a hill the other day and I had just the front uh, passenger side tire parked up on the hill. And then the, the back tire was like in a hole and it had it level itself out. And it was like, that's oh, fantastic. So yeah, you can get to campsites out. and camp in spots where nobody else is going to be near you because you're on the side of a freaking cliff, basically, or a side of a mountain. And you don't have to worry about anything, yeah. I, anything bothering you except maybe a mountain goat or something, you know. But in 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 my defense, I do that as well. I just let the blood blood pool in the back of my head while I sleep. <laughs> oh, that's what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then to, to the other the other half of the question, the, the thing I least like about it, and this is gonna sound so like you're gonna go, oh my god, you mean it doesn't do that? Because this seems like such a feature that's so normal in every car that we drive today cell phone integration like there's no (laughs) android auto i don't get a text message doesn't pop up on my screen 
Yeah. No, I mean, like I can make phone calls, but that's like, and I can stream music from my phone, but that's about the limit. The Tacoma has more than that. Like, it does. I know. Like, my what Tacoma, the hell? My Tacoma <laughs> would read text messages to me, so I didn't have to look at it. Do you at least time. have push start or do you have to turn the key? There's neither. You just get in it and go. Oh, wow. Wow. I just the get box. in and push the pedal down. So like I can, like I can just cars. get in it and go as well. Uh, what's your you address? Had, if you had my phone, oh, my, okay. my, my phone is the key. Wait, so what's your address? And where do you where do you work? Tell me your habits. <laughs> so I can grab your phone on the way. Can we get um, your social? Yeah, right. No, that oh, is that's pretty neat, man. That's another another cool point though. I didn't think about this, but um if, if somebody does steal your vehicle, like I can literally at any point in time open the app. Them. I wish uh, open the app and then just uh go where's my truck and it'll it'll tell me exactly where it is like gps located um oh that's never cool. they had taken my truck for service and i was like i was uh like i was like i wonder if i can see it on its way to houston and like i was able to and i was able to like track it like on on the interstate as it was traveling to houston see i just like, put shitty exhaust on mine so i can hear it like 10 miles away <laughs> <laughs> and now you gotta bleep yourself out as well now <laughs> But can you just turn it off if someone steals it? Like, not today. Not today, Satan. Uh, <laughs> and maybe have yeah. pe- some pepper spray come out of the steering wheel. Like, it would be so dangerous. <laughs> Dude, it would be so awesome. <laughs> the guy's doing like 75 down, down the highway and it just shuts off. <laughs> I mean, I imagine they probably could. Like, they, they, mm-hmm. like, if I, if somebody stole the vehicle somehow uh, and I called Rivian, I imagine they would have a way to remotely disable the vehicle. They send out a head squad. <laughs> oh man! Well, that's awesome. Well, th- yeah. thanks for being on, John. Um, yeah. We really appreciate it, man. Um, this is this has been a very insightful uh, com- conversation, and yeah, um, it's. I, I always enjoy the the, the show. I always coming. Always enjoy coming on. Um, look forward to coming up there and hanging out with you guys in person. Do some off road wheeling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and some racing on the salt flats and a little racing. Yeah. 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 No, it'll be a lot of fun, man. Um, get, yeah, we look forward to it and well, we'll have to have you on again, uh, soon. And we'll talk about Goldie, your first in Tacoma and let's discuss all your new mods and all your new stuff you've done to it. Cool. Sounds good. Thanks. Guys. All right. Well, thanks. Awesome. Thanks for Thank being you. on and anybody out there listening, make sure you go and check out thrashedoffroad.com. For all your fancy, pretty, shiny, new car parts. I think Carson might have something to say about this. You guys should shop right now. You guys should rash off red. Um, That's the most convincing commercial (laughs) I've ever heard. You guys (laughs) guys need to shop right now. Um, No, um, for all of anyone that's listening that has a Ford, uh, once we come back from SEMA, our entire Ford part selection is going to be launched for F-150 and Raptor. Um, so definitely looking forward to that. And we're going to keep expanding out in vehicle categories. So um, And the you know, bl- Black November sale is going on right now? Black November sale all the way through November. And maybe there'll be something in December as well. Um, I will deals. say... Yeah, we're going to do something we've never done before, which is we're actually going to do an extra like special blowout discount on Black Friday on certain parts. So we'll send out... We'll send out an email blast ahead of time. Um, we'll send it out the day before, and uh, and there's going to be a limited number, so you better get it while you can. Check check it out, John. They might have some Rivian sliders for you. 
Hey, that, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a no go, bro. <laughs> but I can sell would you. Would you like to be an exclusive manufacturer? <laughs> <laughs> we we can hook you up with some tiny trees air fresheners. That's the best I can do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. All, All right, right, guys. Well, be sure can... to uh, be sure to follow us on Chasing Campfires podcast on Instagram. Uh, be sure to go ahead and check out Thrashed Offroad Official on Instagram, and be sure to check out Tacoma Tactical on Instagram. Uh, as we do appreciate your guys' input and following, uh, yeah. go ahead and leave us some comments. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear about. You know, yeah. do you want to do you want to talk about more possible EV vehicles? Uh, you know, go ahead and drop us a line. And where can pe- people find you, John, on yeah. uh, on, yeah. on the socials and all that, so, so I, they can follow I, along with your Rivian adventures? Appreciate that. Uh, I, I just started a new channel, so it's going to be Electric Dot Overlanding, and uh, you'll see an uh, image of the R1T right up front. So yeah, check me out. I'm there right now. Following. All right. Always like new followers. Do you have one for your your Tacoma as well? Uh, not one I, I do publicly now. I, oh, okay. I've only, so uh, maybe, maybe sometime in the near future we'll, okay. we'll look into that. All right, no worries. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk to you all next time. Mm-hmm.